Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the weekend sports show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and today we're talking with a new hire at Linganore High School, the new boys basketball coach, Mr. Tim Abercrombie Jr. And Tim, always a pleasure to, to talk with you. Congratulations, and welcome to the show. Yes, thank you, Coach Nibbs. I appreciate it, and appreciate you having me on. Indeed, my pleasure. Those who may not know uh, Tim Abercrombie Jr., uh, go back to high school and bring us forward with what has taken place for you and up to the point now that you're the new head boys coach at Linganore. Oh, man. All right. All right. So I was uh, played at TJ, graduated from TJ, um, then played at Hood College for four years. Um, after Hood, I coached at I coached at Banner High School JV team. That was my first coaching job. That was my first year out uh, with John Cooper. It was awesome. Um, and then I coached four, three or four years at, at Hood as an assistant. I went back to Hood as an assistant, um, got my grad degree or got my master's degree um, as a grad assistant through there. Uh, I, coached, I was the head coach at St. John's Catholic Prep for three seasons. Um, and then now I've been at Ligonor. I think this is my fourth year. So I was at Ligonor for three years as an assistant with Chris O'Connor. And then as uh, he stepped down in the spring and it was kind of an easy transition into where we are now. Well, again, congratulations. And certainly uh, things have been uh, anything but normal <laughs> the last uh, year and a half. What have you taken away from the past year and a half, Tim, as far as, you know, coaching and athletics uh, uh, in the high school? Oh, honestly, it's uh, being in the pandemic and dealing with what we – we had a, a, a five-game season last year. I think yep. one game was canceled, actually, because of COVID uh, at Ligonore. So, if anything, for me, it kind of reignited, you know, my passion of uh, for coaching and towards the game of bas high school basketball just in general, um, more because, you know, we realized how bad it could be uh, without sports, and I think everybody kind of missed it. Um, so once all this stuff is over, like, I've never been more excited to just not, like, even at the beginning of the school year, I was kind of weary. You know, <laughs> I don't want basketball season. I, I don't yeah. want basketball season to come, and we go back to where we were last year and all this because you, it was kind of going – you know, south for a little bit. Um, so in the long run, I think I just, yeah, I appreciate it. I think all the high school kids that I'm around, they all uh, seem to be a, a much more appreciative of just being able to play basketball and that without a mask at this point. Indeed. And we found, you know, it's, it's, it's the old saying, you really don't know what you have until you, you don't have it. And we certainly found out how much athletics in general mean to a community and to a school. Yeah, I agree. That's what I mean. Everywhere, it's just, and then like you said, it was it was hard not having it. And you know, when it wasn't around, you know, it's kind of one of the things where like when you weren't thinking about how much you missed it. But then once we started to be able to play a little bit here and there, and then even last year during COVID, it was tough when we we started practice during that little mini season, and we practiced for two weeks and had to tell the kids. Hey, we got to wrap it up for a couple weeks, and you know the, yeah. the disappointment of that after in basketball practice, and we're going three hours every day planning for a game, and then we the the games weren't happening, and we had to try and keep the kids going, and 
you know, it just became messy. So, like you said, like once once we realized how that is, how it was without it, and you know, I think it's not only for me as a coach, but like I said, I've noticed a lot of the high school kids, like a lot, especially a lot of returning players that we've had in the last couple of years, uh, seem to be a lot more passionate. And you know, I think it it stuck with them also. Indeed, how much they appreciate it. That's for sure. And we, you know, you saw this. Uh, how much? I mean, it really. The idea of them being able to play, but probably more important was the fact that they were able to get back and see one another personally, and how much that uh, one-on-one, that socialization, that's that the kids look forward to, uh, that was just as important. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's what I've been. I've been, I've enjoyed it. I, we had we got to play in the summer league. That was we started summer league in at the end of June. I think that was the first time we've really been able to do like team activity where we had 12 guys together that know each other and I told them at the end of the summer league that was some of like my favorite two months was just hanging out with everyone again and being able to see those guys a couple days a week and you know I think that especially in this day and age of nobody does anything outside their cell phone um, (laughs) that, that pandemic hit hard for a lot of high schoolers socially so I think the kids you know the kids are all and like that's why I think that they're even more appreciative now is that they realize that's their outlet to see people and talk to, you know, all their their friends that they're usually texting or what for a year we did Google Meets. Right. So like, the yeah. fact that we can all be face to face and get together and you know basketball is icing on the cake. But yeah, I agree with you is that the socialization part has been a key um, everywhere in, in Ligonier and I'm sure every other high school, but in Ligonier High School just just in general. I mean, it's uh, we're doing football games now and. It just the idea of Friday night having the, the the stands packed, the student sections, the marching band, the cheerleaders. It, the, it's an event, and having that back is huge. So I can't wait to see the basketball season when you have the packed gyms and and the noise that's going to. That's just unbelievable. That, that's something you really uh, enjoy. And can't wait to, to to be a part of. Yeah, I agree. That's what <laughs> um, I mean. As negative as it, as it was, uh, the good, like I said, the positive out of it. I think it reignited a lot of people's passion for sports in general. I mean, the Ligonier yes. football games are probably the Ligonier football games so far have probably been the most well attended uh, that I've seen in the last three or four years, and just more passion towards it. And, even the kids, I'm a teacher at Ligonor, and even the kids that don't play, right? Uh, there's more talk throughout the week, like you go into the game, that type of deal, because they didn't have it for a couple of years. So I think if you can take a positive out of how bad it was last year, um, I think that's one thing. And like you said, it would be awesome to be. I, I can't imagine we're going to get to the point where you have a, pa- a packed gym and yelling, and you can't yes. hear each other. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all we all miss that. Indeed, we do. Tim, looking at the fact that you've had this this background with being a, a head coach uh, as well over at St. John's Catholic Prep, uh, and then being an assistant, and you come into this new job as the head coach at Linganore, uh is this job coming in as a head coach? Is there anything that um, you didn't expect that that is taking place or is pretty much everything kind of going the way you thought it would? Uh, 
so far it's been uh, I said that earlier when I was, we were talking before it's been a very smooth transition um partly to that is that I had I mean I we've been, I was on staff with Chris O'Connor for the three years that he was there um and me and him are uh, you know good friends we teach together every day and then the other two assistants Jordan Dixon and Brandon Wilkerson they've been there all along with Chris also and they stayed with me so it's literally Chris is unfortunately gone, but he did a great job when he was there. And we've been around each other every day, all day. So I've known the ins and outs of what was going to go on, you know what I mean, either yes. way. So in, in my you know, in my eyes, it was a, a very smooth transition. Um, but with that being said, like going as the assistant, where I just had to pretty much show up to practice and leave every day. Now that we're getting to this point, I'm spending half of my day <laughs> or, ordering ordering gear, doing schedules, uh, things like that um, that I do not. Uh, I, that, that you know, what I mean, the back, the behind the scenes things. Yeah, are, the, uh, and the paperwork. That, yes, exactly. So all that stuff, I didn't. I don't. I didn't really miss that too much. But, uh, I'm sure but, you um, didn't, uh, Tim. That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's probably yeah. a, an answer I would get from uh, probably every head coach I talked to, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. That's what I mean. I've, I've been a teacher. So like my job last few years, when you have a good good guy in front of you like Chris, and we all had a good staff, we're all good friends or whatever. It was me. I would get to show up to practice, show up to games, and you know how that is. So yep. now I take on that paperwork responsibility. But, <laughs> you know, it's worth it. It is worth it to me. Indeed. Tim, we're, we're, if we had to talk about Tib Abercrombie's coaching philosophy, what would that be? Oh, coaching philosophy, um, you know, I've, I've been at, uh, around Coach Dickman for all that time. It's crazy that I still we still have plays where we're running the flex mm-hmm. offense, which TJ ran for 30 years, but it's a little bit different now. There's a shot clock. But um, right. we, uh, I like the, the toughness aspect um that we get at Ligonor I love to have this tough kids very coachable kids um as far as my philosophy I'm not going to tell you I do anything like the same every year I'll adapt to to the the players that we have um but being at Ligonor I've learned that Ligonor has some of the most coachable kids I've ever had um and that's been for the four years I've been there uh always tough kids um and that's you know that goes right along with how I am as a coach. So that's another reason why I think that it's like a Ligonier high school basketball job or football, any other sport is kind of getting into it as a coach is a good it's a good spot because you do have all the you know kids that want to be there, kids that are gonna they're respectful. They're you don't have to worry about. I don't think we've ever had to worry about grades in four years, which is a blessing. Um, and so that's what I like to uh, going forward. We were going to try and key our teams and just the being tougher, hopefully being tougher and smarter than everyone um, that we play. Uh, even if we're not the most talented team, just, you know, fundamentals and not being intimidated by anybody. Uh, and we tell the kids all the time, toughness will probably get you two or three wins a year, even if they're ugly. <laughs> and we'll take ugly wins, Tim. That's for sure. Um, exactly. Um, Kind of talk, uh, head leadway, lead leadway into this would be talk a little bit about this year's squad, if you would. What any expectations? What do you think about this year's team? 
Um, this year's team, actually, I, these uh, the kids I have now, the seniors especially, uh, it's, it's going to be meaningful for all of us because they have been here. This is like the first group when we started coaching after uh, Tom Kraft resigned. Uh, this is all the freshmen that were there. We were there. We've set along. We have now I'm at seven seniors. And honestly, the seven seniors will probably be the first seven in our rotation for the most part. Um, there's a couple of juniors that will mix in here and there, but we have a, a, a very senior-led group. Um, Coach Connor's son, Timmy, who's also the football quarterback, uh, will be one of our, our big scorers. We have the last of the Lang brothers. Yeah, that's um, that's so Ryan. There's the Langs have been at Leganor for like the last twenty years. Yeah, I think. Like. Yeah, I was going to say. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and now the youngest, the youngest Lang is now a senior, and he's he's a really good player. Um, and we have you know three other Mason Porter, Andrew Young. I'm trying to think. Of, yeah, there's a couple others uh, that are have have played on varsity as sophomores, and a couple of them got moved up as sophomores. And now we're going back two years ago. Uh, but last year during the COVID season, like all we had five of these kids that were juniors, and they played big minutes for those five games that we did play. So, to be honest, out of the last couple of years, I do have higher expectations in this team than we've probably had in a while. So this is going to be a, a meaningful first year for us. Indeed. So you've talked about uh, playing for Coach Dickman, and I'm sure uh, he has helped, and your dad as well. Are Along with your dad and Coach Dickman, do you, and I guess O'Connor have been kind of the mentors for you as as you've come along. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, Coach Dickman, growing up, and my dad were the you know two people that were my coaches for from ninth grade until I graduated college. So they obviously uh, made a, probably the biggest impact in those eight years. Um, and then, like, I, like when I was in, in college, my uh, a guy I look up to a lot is Tay Hill at Sugar. Uh-huh. He recruited me. Actually, I mean, I was me and Coach Dickman were always good family friends. So he was kind of more hands off when I got recruited to Hood, and it was more Tay that did a lot of it. Mm-hmm. So I, me and him got to be pretty tight when I was at Hood, and so me and him, I'd say that's another guy that I, you know, mentored me or I look up to um, as far as you know basketball and coaching and all that. And me and him still stay in contact a lot and then i mentioned him earlier like uh john cooper helped mm-hmm. me out a lot when that, my first year out of college he's the one that got me into it when he was at urbana um he's like the best dude nicest guy in the world but yep. he is also his positive outlook and when he coached he was real good about you know the the getting along and being a, a coaches or a player's coach yes you know all, everybody liked him he's a people guy and that kind of he kind of influenced me positively in that way of how you can be a coach, but you can't, you got to be able to talk to people and the players got to like you and interactions and all that. So yeah, I'd say coach Dickman, Tay, yeah, the guys you named and then Tay Hill and Cooper were, you know, big impacts for me. And we always, as coaches, Tim, uh, quote, steal from others. And then, then we kind of work it in, into our system. But, uh, that's, that's just part of the process, I believe, because, uh, that's the help and assistance that you're able to get as you grow as a coach. Yeah, exactly. And that's all, like, that's the one thing that's the, the about maturing. I Now I feel like I'm an old man. I'm 34 <laughs> years old, but I'll say I'm old. 
Because, yeah, yeah it's, a bit, it's a bit, but the mentality from when I was, you know, 21, 22, first getting started to now, to now after having, you know, 10 years of coaching at different places and different age groups and working with different people, uh, yeah, to, like you said, I go back to, you know, my, my roots where my dad and Coach Dickman and things I learned from Tay and Coop and all that, which were way back when, you know, they come back to light and you're, I always tell people, like, hey, like Coach Dickman's one of them guys that'll tell you, yeah, you don't believe me now. In 10, <laughs> 20 years, you'll wish you were at practice with me. You wish that you would have listened to this and this and that. Yeah. And then now I find myself saying the same things to my place. So, <laughs> yep, exactly. It's kind of funny how that works. Indeed. It's kind of funny how that becomes full circle. It sure does, exactly. And uh, did you say 34, Tim? Yeah, I'm 34. Oh, 34, man. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, that makes me makes me sink a little bit. I can imagine what, how your dad must feel. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I know, right? I know. I, know. I, mean, I was around you guys when we were yeah. when I was like eight years old running yeah. balls when we were at TJ. Jesus, <laughs> looking, I know. I know. Looking back, uh, Tim, what would uh, you feel would be the key ingredients to have a competitive and consistent program? The key ingredients, um, I would say, dedicated and tough, tough kids. Uh, I would say I, I, I building a culture from you know eighth or ninth grade on, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, one thing that I learned since I've been to Ligonier, and is partly their football culture. You know, everybody yes. when you get kids to buy in from eighth and ninth grade, and you got your feeders, middle school kids that come in and they're ready to work just like the seniors are, it makes a big difference by the time, you know, when you can get that consistent older kid that they look up to and, you know, it works its way up. So, you know, that dedication always helps. Um, and then always, I'll always say that assistance or you're having good people to help you uh, is another ingredient to having a successful program. <clears throat> Uh, like I, I said before, we had when that was O'Connor, and then I had me, Jordan Dixon, and uh, Brandon Wilkerson, and we've all been good, and everybody gets along very smooth sailing. Um, and then just other, I mean, everywhere I've been to, we've always had good assistant coaches. Or if you don't have help, you realize how much different it is. Uh, trying to run the nobody can like run the show by themselves, so I think that's a big ingredient. Having other coaches who you know, believe in you and believe in what what, you're, what we're setting out to do. Uh, so those are kind of things. You put me on the spot there. Those are the three things that would come to my mind. Okay. Uh, it was, it's starting to uh, run short on time, as always happens, uh, Tim, because I, I love – talking to coaches and and, uh, and talking sports. The last question, what was the, and I I may know the answer to this kind of, uh, what was the light bulb moment for you as far as you said that coaching basketball was what you wanted to do? Um, Honestly, I I say that when I was, when I was uh, just graduating college, um, I had a light bulb moment because I've gone, I think I, at that point I was 21, 22. I had basketball in my life every year for, you know, 
18, 17, 18 years straight as a player. Uh, in my very first year out, I had to get a job. And my first year with FCPS, I think I was like an IA, and I wasn't coaching. Uh, like I had the very first year out of college, I did not coach. And that was like probably the most depressing year I had. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Understood. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Wasn't, it, was literally, it was the first year in 20 years I wasn't involved in basketball in any way. And I'd go and watch. And my dad was an assistant still at the time. And, you know, being around it. But, like, that was the, that was where I got the light bulb in my head. Like, all right, I'm getting into it next year. And I'm never going to get out of it after that. In, in, in a way, and, and it's this a, it's a positive thinking in my mind, it's almost like an addiction. You enjoy it that much. Exactly, exactly. And it's like one of them things that, when it, it's like you said, once it's gone, you realize what you have. So, in a way, it kind of sucked to not have anywhere to be or I didn't have anything to do with any teams around here or whatever for that first year. But it also fueled my fire and you know, <laughs> made me realize what the, the passion that I had for staying involved in my way to stay involved and be a coach. Well, Tim, I know uh, Sonny Joseph's glad you're there. I'm certainly proud of the fact that you, you know, a, a, an FCPS, a, a someone who grew up and played uh, basketball here in Frederick County, now has come back and are now the new head coach at Linganore High School. Certainly want to wish you the very best, the success, whether you stay at Linganore or, or go anywhere else, Tim. You, you certainly are an ambassador for uh, these young men and for uh, athletics here in Frederick County and I want to wish you the best, and I certainly look forward to doing some of the games this year. Yeah, we look forward to seeing everybody. Like you said, yeah, I appreciate you all having me on. I appreciate the words. Uh, that means a lot coming from you, so I appreciate it. You're quite welcome, Tim. You've been listening to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and we'll see you next week. Past editions of this program are available in the audio vault at WFMD.com. News Radio 930.